The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Welcome to Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the official dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We're here live at the Star. Our girl Haley Sutton is out in Oxnard, California, where the Dallas Cowboys are starting week two of training camp. I'm Jess Navarez, Aisha Morrison here live at the Star. Haley, good morning. It has been quite a morning. You look ready to go. And it is the Cowboys' first day of padded practice. So let's get right to it. What are you most excited to see? What competition battles are you excited to see in full force today? Yeah, I definitely think the defensive line, uh, you know, they get the short end of the stick in situations like this because they don't really get to show what they can do until these padded practices. And then even when they get the padded practices, they're limited with the new rules uh, for the NFL. So uh, I'm definitely excited to see Mozzie's potential and what he can do. You've seen glimpses of it a little bit here at camp. but. Really, this whole defensive line, we've talked about it out here, the versatility that these guys have and, and the weapons that Dan Quinn has to insert someone here and move them somewhere there. So uh, this is really a good opportunity for them to really show their stuff and, and show what this Dallas defense really looks like. Absolutely. Aisha, she, Haley just mentioned Mozzie Smith, which, as we know, is a big guy. So at full force, he's been saying, I'm ready to hit somebody. What do you think it's going to be like at the nose with him and Jonathan, Hank, uh, Jonathan Hankins right next to each other? other really stuffing those trenches now that we get to see them in pads oh yeah I believe that with with what's happening at the offensive line you have the guard position and and um, the center position that you are I mean obviously Tyler Biotis had a good year but the guard position is what, what people are really looking at right now due to the absence of Zach Martin and some of those rotational guys are going to really get tested during this time when you talk about the defensive side of the ball and to trickle down to what Haley said I'm looking forward to seeing how the offense responds offensive line responds to that defensive line and also how the running backs look behind that as well because they get the short end of the stick to your point Haley as well when it's not pads. Absolutely. And, you know, we wrapped up week one of practice. Again, this is the first day we're really going to see the team with pads. But, Haley, I, I want to go to you for this, and then, Aisha, I'll defer back to you. What are some of the things you noticed initially, first four days of practice, even no pads? What are some of the things that really stuck out to you right away from the guys? You've had some conversations with them over there. Just some key points to really get in, I don't know, get in the swing of training camp. What are the first initial things you saw? Yeah, I think this is a team that's motivated. I think every position group knows the battles that are in front of them, whether it's the wide receivers or the running back or shoot even the offensive line at this point until Zach Martin shows up. Uh, so this is a team that's incredibly motivated. They know that they've lost two years in a row to the 49ers, and we're the last people that need to remind them of that, right? Uh, but I think they look sharp. And again, you have to take everything with a grain of salt because there's not been any pads, so you really don't have any uh, baseline, I guess, to see what they're capable of doing. But uh, Brandon Cooks and CeeDee Lamb look locked in. Dak Prescott, I think, has really, really worked with Mike McCarthy this summer. Uh, and Mike McCarthy, as well, has really simplified this offense for them, that West Coast style that keeps getting thrown around. 
Uh, Isaiah Stanback actually showed up late last night for uh, Talking Cowboys earlier today, so I had a really long conversation with Isaiah just trying to understand what the difference is going to be with this offense and, and how it's going to help. And basically the way he explained it to me was they've taken all of the concepts, all of the things that they've learned, and they've kind of shrunk it a little bit. They've, they've simplified it so that the routes are very simple for the receivers and the tight ends to run. Uh, the reads are very simple for Dak Prescott to get to. So you should start to see this stuff move really quickly. And that's kind of what I'm looking forward to with this first padded practice is seeing how that can now apply when the guys are really coming at him hard. Aisha, we hear a lot about this West Coast, now Cowboys version, Texas Coast offense. So can you talk about when we see these guys in pads, really what the difference is going to be compared to maybe a little bit of the schematics that we saw last season under Kellen Moore and then now switching to this now Texas Coast Cowboys offense? Well, Mike McCarthy talked about yesterday with his interview with NFL Network that he really, this offseason, most of the changes that have been made have been made about pass protection and then also, too, in the run game. So is looking at how they run the ball because with a West Coast offense you do see a lot of motion um, quick game quick screens getting the ball out fast your quarterback always having a check down and to your point Haley such a good point you made about the wide receivers looking ready in this offense the wide receivers are going to be very involved as you can see and I think that's the most exciting thing that we can take from what the West Coast uh, the West Coast looks like your your running backs are going to be passing options mm. and your wide receivers are going to have opportunities to make big plays as well absolutely and you know being in Oxnard, I was I just got back and yes, I am very sunburnt. Uh, Haley, I'm still sunburnt. I don't know if you can see me. It is not turning into a tan. But uh, you know, what I did see is, you know, to your point earlier, Haley, we talked about uh, you know, this team seems motivated and they seem hungry. So really the underlying factor that I saw from talking to the guys, even just seeing them at practice, is they're taking initiative and they know the why. And that's come up since even before we restarted the podcast this season is knowing the why. And you can tell that they know the why. They're taking the initiative to study the playbook even when they're not on the field. They're in their room studying the playbook. A lot of the players will tell you that that's key and that's important right now. So they're taking the initiative to be better. Somebody that their press conference really stood out to me was Micah Parsons and all of the great little nuggets uh, that he threw in there for us saying, you know, I hope you're ready to swim in deep water. And for me, you know, talking to Micah, we, we get to know him as a person in the locker room. And I thought that was the perfect analogy for him because he likes to travel. So he uses this beachy kind of analogy to set up his, you know, his mindset for um, the season and saying, you know, I'm already 10 steps ahead. So that way nobody's going to catch up to me. And so I think when you have a tone setter on the offense in Dak Prescott, you have a tone setter on the defense in Micah Parsons, you really are not going to go wrong. And then, of course, on special teams, we can't forget special teams. You have the tone setter with Kevonte Turpin, who's now back uh, and welcoming his little baby there. So very excited to see uh, what Kevonte can do in camp as well. But we're going to go ahead and take our first break. Coming up after the break, we're going to talk about some O-line. And are we concerned? How are they looking without Zach Martin? What are we looking for today? We're also going to talk some tight end action. So we will be back here in just a bit. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
If you've been thinking about weight loss surgery, My Bariatric Solutions has made it easier for you to schedule your initial consultation from the safety, comfort, and convenience of your own home. You'll meet one-on-one with a bariatric surgeon over a private and secure video call. You'll learn everything you need to know about the options available and which procedure is best for you. If you've been considering weight loss surgery and are ready to take the first step, call My Bariatric Solutions today at 844-326-6266. That's 844-326-6266 or go to MyBariatricSolutions.com. Your past, present, and future football watchers. You know why we're here. The football season is back! Woo! And since that's too amazing to miss a single second's worth, Pepsi is officially giving you permission to always put football first. Like, maybe those in-laws are back in town. Well, better hope they're football fans because your Sunday is completely booked. Long story short, crack open a Pepsi and don't let anything get between you and your football watching. With love, Pepsi. Made for football watching. That's what I like. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pitaya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls, only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We are back with even more Dallas Cowboys training camp talk. But first, let's talk about Fan of the Year. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Dallas Cowboys football? Tell us how you can spice up the game for a chance to be named the 2023 Cowboys Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan, and win exclusive prizes, plus a trip to Super Bowl 58. Nominate yourself or another fan today at DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year. And you know what? Based on what Micah Parsons said, guys, you might want to try to win that uh, sooner rather than later because uh, Micah's pretty hungry for that Super Bowl win. But uh, let's go to the offensive side of the ball. Let's start there because, as we know, Zach Martin watched still officially in play as he is not reported to camp yet. Uh, Jerry Jones did speak on the matter, and it didn't seem like there was really any movement uh, with that. So let's talk about what we've seen from the O-line so far at camp. Maybe some of the rotations we'll get to continue to see, and then where the tight ends can fit into that pass pro uh, aspect as well. So Haley, I'm going to defer to you first. Where have you seen the most improvement with this O-line in terms of, you know, guys have to take advantage of their opportunities right now. So if you had to pick a guy that's taking advantage of his opportunity in the rotation of the O-line, who would you say that is? Terrence Steele, and it's not even close. When you talk about improving (laughs) the offensive line, you saw the immediate impact. And what was interesting about his ACL injury in that Texans game is that you didn't realize how valuable Terrence Steele was until you didn't have him. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden on that drive, you had Matt Ball in there. Matt Ball wasn't ready necessarily. Uh, So then you put in uh, Jason Peters last season to – and we obviously know that how that game ended and how that drive ended with Dak to Zeke. So uh, I think for me, Terrence Steele, especially having sat down and t- talked to him uh, last week just about his mentality and how quickly he got back. And this was a nugget that I actually threw um, on Inside Cowboys training camp a couple of days ago 
The average recovery time for an offensive lineman with an ACL injury is 11 months. And Terrence Steele is back on the field practicing ready to go at just over eight months. Wow. So when you think about the improvement that he did, the work that he put in, we saw him several times out on that practice field at the star mm -hmm. getting ready. Mm -hmm. Those are the reps that are going to matter here. And I think you've already seen the improvement with him back at that right tackle spot. Now on the other side, I'm still a little, I'm still a little nervous. Uh, Tyron Smith and uh, Tyler Smith still trying to work it out, but uh, it's definitely going to be interesting just to see how they continue to stretch and work different people in uh, as we wait for Zach to either show up or not show up. It's definitely interesting, though. That's a great nugget and great work there with your interview with Terrence Steele. If you guys haven't seen it, please go check it out. It was really good stuff by Haley there. Aisha, I'm going to go to you now. We were talking about Josh Ball getting some rotation at right guard. Who else are some maybe other guys you could see in that rotation, and what are their strengths and maybe some things that they need to work on to really firm up and shore up that right side of the line. Oh, absolutely. So Matt Barniak is a guy that has got an opportunity there, and for the most part, he's been consistent there. I know he's a gentleman that, that the team has a lot of faith in because of his versatility and what he's able to do, even having flex from center to guard. And also, too, um, TJ Bass is a gentleman that I'm looking to possibly get some opportunities there in Zach Martin's absence as well. But Josh Ball has been man in that spot. He's been taking over there, and um, he's been consistent there, too, from what I know. So I'm really just looking to see who's going to take take the reins at that position, and hopefully we can see that this week. Absolutely, and we always talk about the term year two jump, right? And we know how important it is for these guys to come in from their rookie season to take that jump into now being a veteran. And so I'm really interested to see more of Tyler Smith. And something I did notice off the field was you know, we talk to these guys in the locker room and, and we get to, to talk to them throughout the year. And last year he was a little bit more, I don't want to say meek, but a little bit more quiet, a little more to himself. This year when he was talking to media at training camp, he had a little bit more like perk in his shoulders. He was very confident in what he was saying and you can just see a newly found confidence uh, within him. So I'm excited to see that there. Um, let's talk about how the tight ends can tie into all of this because it's a very exciting room, guys, and we've we've been very high on this tight end room on this podcast, and we continue to be. Haley, what have you got from some of the guys out there in Oxnard? What have you seen? Uh, we know Luke Schoonmaker is not participating in practice right now because of that foot injury, but what are you seeing from some of the guys? What are you hearing out there as well? Yeah, I, we had a chance to talk to Jake Ferguson uh, after practice. I believe it was on Thursday. Uh, at this point, like all of the days are blending together. But <laughs> right. we did have a chance to talk to him uh, at some point last week. And one of the first questions I asked him was, do you see yourself as the leader in that room? And he, without batting an eye, said, you know, I think we're all leaders in our own different way. I think I'm a leader at some things, and I think Peyton's a leader at some things, and then I also think that Seth can be a leader, and I also think that Luke Schoonmaker as a rookie has potential to be leader at some stuff. And what's so interesting about this tight end group is that if you smashed the three of them together in Jake Ferguson, Peyton Hendershot, and Luke Schoonmaker, you have a Travis Kelsey-esque tight end right there. And so it's a little bit fun because each one of them has different strengths. You know, Jake Ferguson, he's your playmaker. He's got the size. He's got the swag. We've seen him Texas two-step around the Eagles. Uh, so he's your playmaker, yeah. right? You've got Peyton Hendershot, who, in my opinion, is much more like a wide receiver as opposed mm -hmm. to a tight end, but he's got the build. I think if he can continue to work on his blocking and shore up on those penalties, 
Peyton might be the, the dark horse and all of that. And then, of course, you have Luke Schoonmaker, which to me, it's still a question mark because we haven't really seen him line up. Plantar fasciitis is nothing to play with, so I'm interested to see how they kind of monitor that as we go through camp as well. But then you have guys like Seth Green, who have also had some really great catches mm -hmm. out here, who've also been really involved in the pass protection, which helps with that offensive line that we just talked about. Um, and then you also got some rookies. Uh, John Stevens is a guy who... Mm -hmm. A lot of people are very quietly high on, uh, and he's had some really great play as well. He's broken through at the line of scrimmage and created some separation. So uh, it's an interesting position, and it only got better with Dalton Schultz leaving because it left that tight end one spot kind of available for them to play with. Oh, yeah, and then to add to that, Sean McCune is a guy yep. that's important to what they do. And when you talk about how they're obsessing over pass pro and really focusing on that, I think whatever tight end set to set yourself apart as a tight end in this game and this for this team you're going to have to be able to block and to be active in the run game active in the passing game and also to Haley to your point bringing up the multiple tight ends and how that works this is something that Mike McCarthy does this is something that he emphasizes in every offense he has had is that he has multiple tight ends and they do different things so this fits the bill for what he likes to do in his system so absolutely I'm looking forward to seeing those guys thrive this year I'm so glad you mentioned Sean McEwen because that guy is so underrated and I was so glad to hear Brian Schottenheimer give him all the kudos in that press conference uh, earlier this week like you said Haley all the days are starting to blend together so I can't <laughs> tell you an exact day um, but I don't know what day it is, <laughs> man. I just know we got padded practice today. We only know it's today. Monday. There you we go. only know it's Monday because it's Monday. That's it. There you go. That's all you need to know. But what I will say is that Sean is such a quarterback-friendly tight end because I saw him getting reps with Dak. I saw him getting reps with Cooper Rush and Will Greer. And so anytime you can be a clutch guy for three different kinds of quarterbacks, I mean, that tells you something about his persistence and uh, his ability to be flexible with different kind of play styles there as well. But I talked to Luke Scoodmaker uh, before I left Oxnard. He was one of the last interviews that I had. And you guys just know how high I was on him talking about wanting to get mentorship from Jason Witten. So I finally got to ask him, you know, what was the advice that Jason gave you? And, and he said um, that basically when it comes to football, he wants to be like Jason Witten, not just on the field, but also off the field. He said that Jason was a guy that prioritized family outside of the field. So he asked him about that. Um, he also said that Jason told him to lean on the leaders in the room, specifically mentioning Dak Prescott and Zach Martin, saying that those guys can just give you so much because they've been where you've been before and they've made names for themselves. And Jason's biggest advice, exhaust every single opportunity and chance that you can from the guys around you. So I thought that was some pretty cool stuff there. As for his recovery, well, he said that he likes the speed that the trainers are going at him with, so not too slow, not too fast. So he's very hopeful to get back on the field very soon. But... We're going to go ahead and take our last break. This is a little bit of a condensed version of Girls Talk, Boys Talk today, but we have plenty more to talk about, so make sure to stay tuned. We'll be right back. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home, but to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Dear past, present, and future football watchers, you know why we're here. The football season is back! Woo! And since that's too amazing to miss a single second's worth, Pepsi is officially giving you permission to always put football first. Like, maybe those in-laws are back in town. Well, better hope they're football fans because your Sunday is completely booked. 
Long story short, crack open a Pepsi and don't let anything get between you and your football watching. With love, Pepsi, made for football watching. That's what I like. If you've been thinking about weight loss surgery, My Bariatric Solutions has made it easier for you to schedule your initial consultation from the safety, comfort, and convenience of your own home. You'll meet one-on-one with a bariatric surgeon over a private and secure video call. You'll learn everything you need to know about the options available and which procedure is best for you. If you've been considering weight loss surgery and are ready to take the first step, call My Bariatric Solutions today at 844-326-326. 6266. That's 844-326-6266 or go to mybariatricsolutions.com. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Talk Boys Talk presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to talk all about QB1, but first, let's talk about training camp because the Dallas Cowboys training camp 2023 is here, brought to you by American Airlines. Watch the team practice on select dates through August 15th in sunny Oxnard, California. Admission is free. For more information, you can visit DallasCowboys.com slash training camp. Haley, it doesn't look a little sunny right now. It doesn't look too sunny, but that sun will come out because the thing about beautiful California weather is that it's a little bit uh, overcast in the morning and then by the afternoon you're like, wow, am I in Texas or I, am I in California? It's a little little warm, but you know what's going to be real warm, real hot this, this uh, upcoming season? Dak Prescott, how he's going to play. <laughs> Guys, I'm so excited to talk about Dak in this segment. I know, I knew Haley was going to make that face. Uh, because, look. Guys, we could go on and on about Dak being the great leader that he is because we've said that for the last seven seasons. We know that. That's very visible. It's very apparent. But, Haley, I'm going to go back to you for this, and then we'll go back to Aisha because we, we've been talking about this too. Do you feel like there's kind of a new page for Dak Prescott now? Do you feel like he has kind of a new sense of urgency? He just turned 30, so happy belated birthday to QB1. But do you feel like there's a new sense of urgency because of that? And what is the kind of vibe, if you will, you're getting from Dak out in Oxnard? I don't think there's a new sense of urgency with Dak Prescott, and I think that that's a good thing. I don't think Dak has ever not felt urgent about wanting to win championships, and I don't think there's anyone else on this uh, on this team that gets as much flack uh, <laughs> as Dak does, and really he's the one, who, besides Micah talking about going into deep water, uh, Dak is really right there on that level, maybe not as much with the uh, cutesy little idioms but listen I think that Dak is um, Dak is ready to go and you've seen like I mentioned in that first block you've seen just how he's worked one-on-one with Mike McCarthy you even see it after he throws a play he's immediately going back uh, to check in with his offensive coordinator to check in with Mike to make sure that everyone's down you have conversations where you know even the defense is talking to him sometimes and saying like hey man like you know, trying to help him out that way, too. So um, I don't think that this is an urgency issue just because he turned 30. And actually, I believe that our coworker Kyle uh, posted a stat about how um, all of the, the Super Bowl winners in, like, five of the last eight Super Bowls have been over 30. 
uh, the quarterbacks oh. have been. So I there think that, that stat bodes well. I'd have to check on that, so don't go in the comments going crazy. Um, <laughs> I'll double-check that and put it back on Twitter. <laughs> uh, but listen, I think that if anybody is ready to win, it's Dak. And you saw that, especially on Saturday. Again, no pads, so take it with a grain of salt. But the way he was cooking with Brandon Cooks, Oof. I was right there in the corner when CeeDee Lamb caught that little route in the corner I was right there you can see me in the background this is an <laughs> offense that is flying and it all stems with Dak Prescott and he talked about it in his press conference his press conference as well when he took the team to Atlanta he said that's when it really started to hit him that this was a team that could do big things so I'm excited for Dak I'm excited to see what he looks like against a defense that is now padded because it makes it more realistic and you can kind of gauge a little bit better um, but I really think this new Texas Coast offense is going to bode well for him Oh, yeah. I, I also second the fact that I'm excited about seeing what they do with this new offense. But also with Mike McCarthy and a lot of the players, you've heard them talking. It sounds like there's been a real effort to make sure that everyone's on the same page. The purpose of the play. Why are we doing this? How, why did, what is this set up for the next week, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? I think, it's, I think that's important for a team to feel included in the game plan. And from listening to the interviews from the quarterback down, that's, it sounds like everyone has been Included and kind of putting this game plan together and I believe that's why you see some of that comfort that comfort you talked about Haley from the rest of the other players as well and with Dak Prescott I believe that this new offense is going to allow him to not have to think as much to be free to also have have the opportunity to have different he can change the he can change things within the game Mike McCarthy gives his quarterbacks a lot of power to do what they want and I think that all them being on the same page is going to allow this offense to thrive this year. Oh, I third all of that and three like who else Brandon Cooks because mm -hmm. oh my goodness seeing this guy's speed in person is something different guys. I mean Brandon Cooks is such a special addition to this offense and it just it, like you said it bodes so well for what Dak Prescott needed to really take that jump and be better uh, this year. And so I'm excited to see that Michael Gallup looks great. He looks like a guy that is just confident in himself. And so he's playing well. He looks great. CD, of course. I got to talk to um, one of the guys that works with CD in the offseason, um, Craig, in, in, uh, in an interview I did. And Craig had said, you're going to see the best version of CD Lamb that you have ever seen. And he was not lying. I was like, Craig, kudos to you, my guy, because you were so spot on with what you were saying. Um, CD just looks so short up and confident in himself. And I think, you know, the underlying factor of all of this is the confidence that you're feeling within every single aspect of this team right now. And it's just, it's really special. I like that uh, Dak Prescott gives kudos to the guys that maybe aren't his starting three, right? That says, hey, I give attention to the receivers that might be called up from the practice squad at one point, that might be the third down guy. And so Dak is working with every cylinder of his offense, really, to sure up that when their time is called he knows that that connection's already there that continuity is there that that chemistry is already built he knows every single aspect of what these guys are bringing to the table so I'm really excited uh, to see that as well but real quick guys we are almost out of time so Haley I'm gonna go back to you one last time what is the matchup you're looking forward to seeing in pads today and what can we expect for Wednesday's episode of girls talk boys talk when we come back to talk all about it the matchup I'm looking most forward to is me and this coffee and Beautiful. if I can fight the fact that we've been up since 8 a.m. Tackle it, uh, No, I'm kidding. In all seriousness, <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited to see uh, Sam Williams match up against anybody because to me, he's my sleeper in all of this. He is one of the most versatile uh, defensive linemen that we've had and he has 
To your point earlier, Jess, of taking that second year jump, I am so, so, so excited for people to see his second year jump because he has been nasty all week. He's been at it. He's been working hard all summer, too. So uh, I'm mostly just excited to see Sam Williams in that entire defensive line, and we can really start to gauge what both of those lines look like. Aisha, what about you? What is your go-to matchup for first day of padded practice? It feels like the first day of school, really. What is your go-to matchup? Oh, this Cowboys defense, the front seven against the running backs. I'm really interested to see who really shows themselves as that that two running back moving forward. Hunter Lipke is a gentleman I'm really excited to see get after it this uh, this week. So the running back position against the front seven of this defense that we know flies around. If they can get anything going against that, then they're going to have some success this season. Ooh, that's good. That's good. I'm going kicker, guys. Y'all know <laughs> how I feel about this kicking situation. I'm going kicker, and only because this is really the first time during camp we get to see the competition between Vizcano and Aubrey there. So uh, we're going to keep an eye on things. Haley joining us from Oxnard. Please go put on some sunscreen if you haven't already, Haley. Take care of yourself. Drink water. We are I drink a coffee. You're too. telling me to put sunscreen on. Meanwhile, all y'all are sunburned. I am moisturized. I Look. have got my sunscreen on. I got my little hat that I'm gonna put over my head. You do not have to worry about she's me. She's really girl. just I am rubbing in this, the sunburn I'm caffeinated right now. and I'm ready to go. Ooh, we love it. We love a non-sunburned caffeinated queen out in Oxnard. Haley, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We know you have a busy schedule, but we're excited to talk to you on Wednesday. Aisha, thank you for joining us in the studio. For Haley, Jess, and Aisha, we are out of here. We will see you back on Wednesday for more Girls Talk, Boys Talk. So we'll see you then. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!